And good afternoon, one and all. Here I am at Iswan. It's the John DePietro Show right now at 12.06 on this Tuesday on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome everyone who is uh, tuning in to our live stream that we do at this time. Also on Facebook, just find the Facebook page. This is the noon report. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook, folks, and you can uh, watch the program. People enjoy it watching with others, commenting on uh, various news of the day. This is the Noon Report on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. As the, the nation is really on uh, jury watch, as far as the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, the jury has it, <clears throat> seven women, five men. Uh, and we are standing by, as everyone is, folks, with what's going on. In Kenosha with that jury. This portion of the program, folks, as we kick things off for the noon report on this side, uh, as you just heard Jeff in the forecast, boy, it's chilly. It's brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Cougs. Call them today, 401 732 6562. 401 732 6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. 401 6562 24-hour emergency service gas boiler oil uh, boiler and on top of that helpful trustworthy reliable plumbing heating and cooling as kook says let us into your home don't fix it alone now folks i have personal experience you can find them on facebook it's recooganheating.com and then the website is the same way recooganheating.com uh, I tell the story. It was about six weeks ago. Suddenly on a Sunday, boom, no hot water. Hot water uh, boiler gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? No, I did not. Did I try to replace it? Don't be silly. No, I called Cougs. They came over the next day, boom, and replaced it. Or maybe you're having a problem with your heating system right now, whether it's residential or commercial. Maybe it's chilly in the workplace. It's gotten a, a much colder than uh, earlier this year than I think a lot of people are expecting. Call them today, 401-732-6562. Well, folks, good afternoon right now, 1208 in the Ocean State. If you check out the website, dipetro.com, we have the video up. I, I think the situation in Coventry yesterday, there's got to be a better way to handle what happened at Coventry High School. You can read about that. There's also an arrest at Cranston East. You know, this is all... As the Black Lives Matter defund the police, progressive protesters want to drive police out of the schools. I don't think parents feel that way, but they want to get them out of the schools. <clears throat> See the video of that and then also uh, the our continuing coverage of what's going on at Quonset continues to uh, make waves. You can read about it on the website, dipetro.com. And remember, we have some great sponsors there uh, like Pat Elston. You can link right through. Get in touch with Pat. Do you know Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland, over 20 years' experience? Call her 401-474-5253. 401-474-5253. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Uh, it is a good real estate market if you have a professional uh, that knows what they're doing like Pat Elston. 401-474-5253. Again, it's on the website, Dimitro.com. So, folks, we are on... We are on jury watch. Um, I don't, you know, it's tough. You know, they also do it an odd way where they then put everybody into kind of like a, a, it's it's a lottery situation. And they have um, a, a lottery situation where they then choose exactly who the jurors are are going to be. So you have the people that are sitting in, but there's different people and you don't know till the very end. Who they are now already Black Lives Matter protesters are outside the Kenosha County Courthouse and some of the chants are referencing Anthony Hubber and Joseph Robenbaum as the, the jury. Now, you started to hear them yesterday and it's um, it, it, it's just, <clears throat> you know, to think that there are people out there and they're actually defending these degenerates. Does that make sense? See, this this is an example. Black Lives Matter is out there. The two guys that were killed are white. So this business of Black Lives Matter, Kyle, he didn't kill two black people. So why is Black Lives Matter out there? Now, I'm hearing locally. And this is where, you know, I wish we could find one blanking person that holds elected office in Rhode Island. Just one with a blanking backbone 
for crying out loud. Why won't someone call them out? Black Lives Matter is threatening that if there is a not guilty verdict, that they are going to have protests, you know, rioting, looting, destruction uh, in our area. Why isn't anyone calling them out on that? Folks, the amount of intimidation, and I'll also say this, the local media is also afraid of them. You know, you can't be afraid of them. It is thuggery. They are, they are. Here's what Merrick Garland needs to know. They are the domestic terrorists that they talk about, the parents that go to these school committee meetings. So they were saying, well, they raise their voice and therefore, you know, they're domestic terrorists. And I'll tell you what else. People need to call out who is it that keeps giving a microphone to these to these different people. You know, uh, Captain Creep, Bob Walsh, uh, you know, he continues to be on tell who puts them on there. Who puts them on there? Who gives the guy a microphone that's allowed to knock all parents? You know, it, it, it's we know the answer to it. And it's it's just such a cabal of, you know, they, they it's it's a hidden way to let Walsh, someone like a Walsh know that they agree with him as he's on there bashing parents that go. But those are the domestic terrorists. If you want to know who the domestic terrorists are, they're not the parents that attend school committee meetings. It is the defund the police, Black Lives Matter. socialist protesters that already are signaling if they don't get the verdict that they want that they're going to do tremendous destruction and the problem is you know we have spineless representatives uh, local public elected officials I should say like Mayor Alorza and the rest that completely cater to them are afraid to criticize them you know, we already know that the media is afraid of them. Folks, you saw that and you really saw that <clears throat> last you saw that last year when the local media would consistently uh describe the uh Rhode Island State Police, the Providence Police as they're the aggressors and these were peaceful protesters and suddenly the Rhode Island State Police were pepper spraying them. Yeah, that's because they were on 95. That's because, you know why the state police, they were trying to get them off the highway because the defund the police, Black Lives Matter slash protesters, rioters, because they were convincing and bringing 15 and 16 year old kids on to 95 and and no one would hold them accountable except for, of course, one after dark as we would be there to highlight uh, just how preposterous it is. And these people are dangerous. They don't deserve the microphone that they're given. You know, as I, I said last hour, yesterday, President Biden, all eyes on him. And by the way, there was also Governor McKee was right there at the White House outside South Lawn, signing the ridiculous infrastructure bill that is just like a huge gift to the unions. <clears throat> President Biden had a real opportunity to say, I, I want to take this moment to also speak to the people of Kenosha. And I want to remind people and really around the country, not just Kenosha, that even if you don't get the verdict that you want, that you must remain peaceful. We cannot continue to have all of this rioting and burning the cities. Already, many protesters are online saying that if they don't get the verdict that they want, that they're going to burn the different cities down. And my question is, why is that allowed? And why is it? Why is Governor McKee silent? Why are the different elected leaders silent about this stuff? Right? Why don't they, when after January 6th, They had Rhode Island National Guard and they had Rhode Island State Police outside the Rhode Island State House for two weeks thinking, oh, the January 6th, the Trump crowd, maybe they're going to come and they're going to burn down the State House. Wrong crowd. Right. We've seen increased police at school committee meetings because parents are upset in North Kingstown. We have a coach giving these naked fat tests. 
in different communities where they're teaching critical race theory and teaching white students. If you're white, you're racist, your parents are racist, your grandparents are racist. <clears throat> you know, they go all out yesterday. That, that was an embarrassment in Coventry. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. The whole thing went on lockdown and no one, no one, no teacher, no one could tell who it was that yelled, he's got a gun. I mean, that is like a prank. You've got to be kidding me. Well, to err on the side of caution, you, you, you caused total panic. There was no reason for that school to be locked down. There was no person with a gun. There's no person that saw anyone with a gun. Someone just yelled it out in the, high, in the hallway, almost like yelling fire in a crowded theater. It shouldn't be allowed. But I'm saying right now, Kyle Rittenhouse, if that comes back, which it should, not guilty. He was defending himself. He had every right to defend himself. Um, there should be, there should absolutely be repercussions and consequences, and they should not allow Black Lives Matter and the defund the police people to destroy and do any damage, whether it be in the city of Boston or, or, or anywhere in our general area. Whether it be in downtown Providence again, or maybe they're going to ransack the mall, or this time now BLM is threatening. They want to take their show on the road, and this time they want to destroy, uh, you know, they're posting online. They want to destroy Garden City. They want to destroy Warwick Mall. You know, why, why is that allowed? You know, you go back to, and I want to touch on, as many of you know, you know, we've done the trial extensively. And folks, again, just a reminder, this portion uh, of the John DePietro show, again, I want to um, mention one of our great supporters on the website, DePietro.com, which is the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. A great meal is waiting for you. There's a great link right there at the website, DePietro.com. It, it shouldn't be allowed. <clears throat> this whole thing is upside down. And, you know, um, Governor McKee and his administration, now, as, as some of you or many of you may know, I covered, it was last September, there was an anti-police Black Lives Matter uh, violent rally in Barrington. And it was attended by, at the time, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. And they talked about, you know, these pigs and kill a cop. And get rid of the police and blank the police and all this other stuff. And and Lieutenant Governor McKee, I have the video. He stood there and did nothing and said nothing. And it was allowed. That these are the same people that, you know, a week ago, last weekend, not this past weekend. Today's Tuesday, November 16th. Last weekend, you had the situation at Providence College where someone in the frost, because it was cold, wrote the n-word on a car and there was a huge outcry we're gonna find out who did this and there must be right-wing white supremacists that have infiltrated the area and these are most likely trump supporters and republicans left over from the trump administration and now they're terrorizing because there was a, a player at providence college uh one of the african-american players on the pc team who someone wrote on his car and it was this big outcry until as many of you know and all this is outrageous we got to do an investigation then the, the video came out the surveillance tape and who was it looked to be young black kids from chad brown or at least from the surrounding area they were all on foot they looked like they walked over there a group of black kids were writing things on the car you know that they they wanted the narrative so badly for the Cicilline or Lorza or the progressives, so badly they want they they want to believe they're they're these right wing white supremacists. You know, I've I've had members of BLM tell me there's a huge clan gathering, huge clan membership in Rhode Island. I tell them it's totally false. Where are they? What is this? You know, this 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 you don't see anybody visible. It's all made up. You don't see any type of white supremacist, white wing gatherings at the Rhode Island State House. Um, oh no, they're out there. They hide in the shadows. Well, no matter who it is, if they hide in the shadows and never show their face and never 
do anything. It's the equivalent that, you know, it's like a tree falls in the forest. If there's no one there to hear it, does it make a sound? If Rhode Island in our area has all these right-wing white supremacists and no one sees them, no one hears from them, no one, there's no demonstrations, there's nothing, then it's the equivalent of being non-existent, which I think it is. I think it's all made up. I don't think that that exists in any way. Uh, If there was a problem like that, they would have shown themselves. So, um, but this continues to be the narrative that they went out there. Folks, at 1221, and again, we are, um, I'm going to play a package in just a moment on the Rittenhouse trial. And what's, what's frightening is what the judge had to warn the jurors. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by our guy at Competition Shooting Supplies. John Francis, call him today, 401-727-1716, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. He has a great Facebook page. He keeps it up to date. Folks, you need to protect yourself. Firearms, ammunition, I know you have different options. I'm asking you to shop at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Look for him on Facebook and call him at 727-1716. Folks, as always, visit the website, dipetro.com. Somebody's right. You can see the story. Someone's arriving at Quonset late at night. No one wants to talk about these uh, 35 to 50 people that arrive on these government planes at one in the morning. Gee, I wonder who that is. I wonder who that is that's arriving. Um, you can see the story for yourself on the website, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Tavolo, Wine Bar and Tuscan Grill, T-A-V-O-L-O, authentic, innovative Italian cuisine. Three locations, Providence, Federal Hill, Smithfield, right there near Bryant, and also the work location, Post Road. Stop in. The food is delicious at um, at Tavolo. But I want to... Um, Play, folks, you know, this is the judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And, uh, of course, Cicilline said nothing. Of course, Langevin said nothing. Uh, It's a disgrace that the judge has to tell the jurors, uh, pay no attention. Try to disregard what the president of the United States said about the 18-year-old defendant. What a low point. In the in the in our country's history, here's the judge. No heed to the opinions of anyone, even the president of the United States or the president before him. You will pay no. Well, he's really referring to Biden. I know he was trying to loop uh, President Trump in there as well, but the fact is, it has to do with Biden. All right, let's hear the jury's deliberating. This is uh, the latest package from uh, GMA. Eighteen-year-old Kyle. Rittenhouse's fate is in the hands of a jury as deliberations are set to begin. I charge you to keep your duties steadfastly in mind and as upright citizens to return just and true verdicts. In closing arguments, the prosecution argued that it was Kyle Rittenhouse who was the real threat on the streets of Kenosha that night. An active shooter who killed Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber and injured Gage Grosskreutz. Prosecutors pointing to this drone footage where Rittenhouse puts down a fire extinguisher and raises his rifle. You're not allowed to run around and point your gun at people. This is the provocation. This is what starts this incident. You cannot claim self-defense against a danger you create. Rittenhouse could be seen at times taking notes, and in moments when graphic evidence was shown and re-shown, some in the courtroom looked away. It's hard to look at, but this is what we're dealing with. When you fire an AR-15 at someone from close range, this is what it looks like. The defense taking their final opportunity to drive home its case that the then 17-year-old was not an active shooter, but instead acting in self-defense, pointing to an image of Rittenhouse being kicked in the head. Kyle was not an active shooter. That is a buzzword that the state wants to lash on to. Whenever Kyle was there, he reacted to people attacking him. Earlier, in a blow to the prosecution, the judge dropped a misdemeanor weapons possession charge. Good. But the now 18-year-old still faces five charges in total with a possible life sentence behind bars. You know, that was a, a pretty good package. Folks, it, it is, listen, I, I'm going to just say clearly, this was self-defense. He had every right to be out on that street. He had every right to defend him. Uh, the, the two dirtbags that were trying to kill him 
Why, why were they there, by the way? You know, no one talks about that. And that clip I just played for you, that was even a little biased, right, about the pointing of the gun. So he uh, only defended himself. He, the defense did a very good job, but this was a good case for the defense. But what, why were, you know what they don't bring out is why were those, those two men that were shot and killed, one of them a pedophile, why, why were they out there? They weren't out there to protest. They were out there to destroy. They were out there to burn. They burn the city down. They were out there to loot. It's about time that somebody calls this crowd out for what was their real purpose. So the prosecution wants to question while Kyle Rittenhouse was out there. The real question is, what were those other individuals doing? They were burning things. They were looking to burn things. Um, I mean, just the complete filth that was out on the streets. And folks, at 1227, as many of you know, I have covered a lot of the local protests. The people that are out there are the lowest of the low. They are the underbelly of society. They are such filth, you know, and it's it's anyone that's ever had a gripe against the police. This is their chance. They feel it's like a free pass, free shot to come out and scream at the police and scream about the police and throw things at the police and smash windows and light things on fire and throw explosives at police. Those are not and they never should have been regarded as protesters. As many of you know, I have covered these protests just as much as anyone. In the crowd, the local media would never acknowledge that they were criminals. In the crowd were felons, people constantly in and out of jail arrested, who were just looking for excuses to take shots at the police. But you have activist media. You know, as uh, th- there's even a local independent type person that he didn't like the fact that at some of the protests that were more dangerous than others, that I had former military uh, who were walking with me and acting in a security fashion. And you know what he, he didn't like about it? He even said, they wear cameo and they wear some of this military. Go- what do you care? Why don't you go on and do your little, you know, appealing? You know, you're so proud of yourself being friendly with Antifa and the defund the police crowd of losers and all these uh, BLM lies and all these other people. Oh, good. You get to walk with them and you're such a great person. You know, what do you care? What do you care? Oh, well, therefore, what do you care? Obviously, anti-military, anti-police. They go hand in hand. But there should be none of this should be allowed. And we are waiting. I am waiting for one elected official to put out a tweet, an email, something saying there should be no unrest. You know, in Governor McKee, by the way, his words ring hollow. Well, you know, the protesters have the right. That is a lie. He I was there on the Friday night. When the protesters, the frontline workers protesting against the mandate were up in Cumberland, McKee had his street blocked off, Governor McKee, two hours before they were there to arrive. There were 25 police cars out there for a crowd that was 80% women. They arrested people that did not need to be arrested. He purposely blocked over the street. He left nowhere for them to park. They were trying to discourage them, get them to leave. They marched uh, to his house anyway. And then Governor McKee said, oh, no, they have every right to, to march. I just, I, I love that. I wish they had been nicer to my neighbors. That's, that's ridiculous. His neighbors were not bothered. His neighbors were encouraging a lot of the people. Um, you know, Ramundo used to say, no, they have a right to be out there. We all saw last year that everyone had to be on lockdown wearing a mask unless you were a protester. Then you could gather in the big groups. Then you had the blessing of, you know, Ramundo and Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. Oh, no, protesting is a fundamental right of all Americans. Oh, that's okay. Everybody else needs to be locked down and at home and the kids have to do distance learning. But it's perfectly acceptable 
for 100 Black Lives Matter protesters to get. No, that's totally fine. And by the way, and a lot of them wore masks anyway. A lot of the protesters, they wear masks prior to COVID and post-COVID. They are always wearing masks to shield their face and hide their, their face from, uh, from police. God bless me. Sorry, folks. Twice. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by CBD Store Warwick. I'll tell you, I was there on Friday. Michael does such a good job. I want you to stop in and see Michael. 1845 Post Road. Now, he is also on Facebook, The CBD Store Warwick. 1845 Post Road, right across from Airport Plaza. Several reasons to pop in. Number one, it's all natural, hemp and CBD. You can try these Delta 8 gummies. You only need like a quarter of it, half hour before bedtime. Boom, folks, you sleep like a rock. There's many people, listen, this is a time where people are dealing with stress and anxiety. Maybe you get wound up and it can be tough to fall asleep or stay asleep. Or you're dealing with different pain management. Stop it and see them. Hemp and CBD, legal products, the CBD store. And there's two other products I want to mention. Remember, if you pop in there and mention, uh, yes, the John DePietro show said I could come in. 25% off. Now, this is also tremendous. We got this for little young Rumsfeld, our pet. Folks, if you have an older pet the way we do, uh, this is just tremendous. You put just a little bit either on the food or right into uh, Rummy's mouth. And uh, it really alleviates the pressure on his hind legs. He bounces around so much better. Now, they also have, and Michael is the only one in New England to uh, have this product. I will post it on uh, Facebook. But he has the new, uh, this is brand new. He's the only one that has it. And it's the PHYTO. Enhanced CBD for pain support. It is remarkable. And they're the only ones right now in New England that cover it, that carry it. You can pop in and see it for yourself. Again, it's remarkable. The CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. So, folks, uh, really the nation, good afternoon at 1233. Now, also, speaking of domestic terrorists... Tonight, North Kingstown, they are having a school committee meeting. The controversy continues with a coach, that uh, basketball coach in North Kingstown, friend of Pork Boy, that was doing these uh, naked fat tests. Um, so, but, and I want to be very clear. The parents that go to the, um, the parents that go to the school committee meetings, they have every right to question what is being taught in the schools. Every right to talk about and learn and discuss with the teacher of what's going on in the schools. So this business said this is all done. This is all done to try to intimidate parents and get people not to attend school committee meetings is what it is. And, you know, I also want to mention, I know there's a great story. Um, I'm actually probably going to talk about it a little more next hour with what's going on in in Woonsocket. And they had a pretty heated meeting last night with how that money is going to be spent. Um, you know, COVID relief money should not be for more comfortable chairs for people that are in you know, elected office or a skating rink and things like that. See, the problem right now is there's actually too much money flowing around. And what happens when there's too much money floating around? It leads to corruption. That's how you get the $6 million contract that the McKee cronies signed on to. That's how you get something like that, because there's so much money floating around. And everybody, uh, you know, there's so many lobbyists and other people who are are basically uh you know drooling at the fact that they're going to um you know get a chance to get some of that money so now on top of that i also want to play and tucker carlson was very good last night um Regarding the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, folks, again, I, I want to be very clear. I really hope he gets off. I want to um, 
I want to play. This is a little bit of Tucker That's from exactly. uh, last Himself? night. What's the point of having a gun if you can't save your own life with it? Well, that's exactly what they're telling you. They're telling you you don't have that right. You have no right to resist. That's the whole point of this whole proceeding. So the next time BLM sweeps into your town, your neighborhood, your house to burn and loot and brandish weapons, you had better not try to protect yourself or your family. Try to protect yourself or your family and we will charge you with murder. And while we're at it, we'll have the national media call you racist. You know, that is exactly what this has been going on you know the the people that are still in jail from january 6th for walking into the capitol for two hours and chanting and taking a selfie right the january 6th crowd the january 6th crowd um still Right. Still in jail. Why? To make an example out of them. So you think twice about doing it. And Tucker Carlson is exactly right about Kyle Rittenhouse. They're trying to make an example out of him. So the next person that thinks of uh, defending themselves at a protest that you exactly that you're going to be locked up. And you're going to be called and labeled a racist and a white supremacist. And shame on, you know, it is so pathetic that the Biden administration resorts to calling that then 17 years old, now 18 year old child, kid. He's a white supremacist and terrorist. Compared to, you know, that prosecutor needs his head examined. Referring to the pedophile and the other criminal as, oh, they were heroes. They were out there to support BLM. No, they were out there to burn things. They were there to destroy things. They were there for destruction. They were there to steal. Much like last fall, those zeros that would go up to Federal Hill. And you know there were people defending them? Well, you know, they have the right to take their message. Listen, no one wants to hear your stupid message. James Carville said it both, said it best. No one, no one wants to be around you. No one wants to hear you. Just like you had that uprise. He was saying, you know, they, uh, the police denied uh, people having dinner the right to hear the message of the protesters. Here's, listen, no one wants to hear what, the, what they're saying. All right? No one wants to hear all the stupid chants. No one wants to hear that anymore. Enough. This needs to be shut down. We get it. We more than get it. You're upset about what happened with George Floyd. It doesn't mean you burn and destroy things. Why isn't Governor McKee speaking out? Why isn't Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee saying, hey, listen, everybody pay attention. If this verdict in Kenosha doesn't go the way you want. There'll be no rioting in Providence, period. There'll be no rioting in Rhode Island. Had it. He has a member of Black Lives Matter on his payroll. Don't ever forget it. They want you to forget it. They try to downplay it. McKee has a member of Black Lives Matter on the payroll. He was at a violent anti-police Black Lives Matter in Barrington last September. I have the video of it. I asked a member of the media, why did you guys run that? Well, you know, that was last year and he was lieutenant governor. I don't care about that. Doesn't matter. Should still be called out on it. Why wasn't he speaking up on behalf of law enforcement? Now he finds himself in a primary. Let them go far left. This should be should not be tolerated. It was a Lorza. It was Mayor that allowed and told the police stand down. That's the big thing. Let them vent. That's okay. Let them destroy Providence Place Mall. That's okay. Let them uh, light St. Pierre's shoe store on fire. That's okay. Let them destroy a cruiser. Let them smash windows. Let them destroy all these private businesses that people have worked hard to build. They have the right to do that because Derek Chauvin didn't help George Floyd. Yeah, because that makes sense. 
They, I am telling you right now, people have had it. Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong. And the media that is so fearful of speaking out, the media, some of the media with ties to Black Lives Matter, you have certain members of the media that they've already, nope, we don't discuss Black Lives Matter. But for various reasons I won't get into. Shameful. Absolutely shameful. We need, people want law and order. And I, I am waiting to see how Governor McKee is going to handle this. Now, to her credit, Ramundo, after the riot, she took control of the city of Providence. Alorza said, I don't want there to be a curfew and no National Guard. Ramundo, who lives, well, lived in Providence, said, guess what? We're going to have a National Guard and there's going to be a curfew. We're not having these people second night destroying things. It's tough enough trying to get businesses to come in here. So should not be allowed, should not be tolerated. These are not protests. The people that are out right now and calling, we're going to burn down the cities. If this verdict doesn't come back, it should not be tolerated. They should be called out on it. 100% called out on it. Not allowed. Kyle Rittenhouse, those guys that were out there for night three, who was attacking him? Two white guys who were, one of them had already set a dumpster on fire and setting it to the police, that Rosenbaum, that little goon, who was a, a, a serial child molester. That's the person. We have to hope. But think of the pressure that this jury has on them. The president of the United States, Biden, is signaling this is a white supremacist. This is a domestic terrorist on trial. He is, right, that's a dog whistle to get everybody ready to riot if this thing doesn't go the way that the mob wants. I thought this mob mentality, they promised us it was going to end if President Trump left the White House. That was the promise. That's what they said in the major cities. If Trump leaves Washington, we're not going to riot and destroy anymore. Now they're ready to come back for the encore. Now they've been a little too quiet. Folks, if you missed some of our coverage of the protests, you can see it on the website, petro.com And don't forget, petro.com which is brought to you by End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll tell you, Dana runs a great place. It's clean. It's family friendly. Nice crowd. Karaoke. Friday and Saturday nights. On Sunday, they have the NFL ticket. And it's a great place to watch the Patriots. Stop in and see them. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, we are on, uh, everybody is on Jury Watch. We are on jury watch. The jury, they have the case with Kyle Rittenhouse. And now it's just a matter of how long they're going to deliberate. Now, you know, we don't know. We don't know because uh, it's, it's, this is a really tough one because you have a big jury pool. And then you get to, they do a lottery to determine exactly who it is who um, will then be selected for the jury. But I'm looking at some other headlines. Critical race theory defender, and he's a black parent. At a Texas school board meeting, we have 1,000 soldiers locked and loaded if critical race theory doesn't continue. Why isn't that person led away in handcuffs? Protester right now, if Kenosha doesn't get it, shut it down. They're already threatening to burn down Kenosha. Why is that allowed? You know, you really saw it locally. The media, and I'll even say Coach Cooley, coach of PC, I'll call him out. I know the rest of the media, well, you can't you can't criticize him. I received that. You, you know, I want to remind you, number one, he's the coach of the PC Friars, Juan. And number two, he's an African-American. So you better stop this criticism of Cooley. Hey, listen, I watched when he spoke to the media. He was fanning the flame. 
about who wrote on that. You already could see the media love the PC story until the video came out. And the video showed what seemed to be a group of young black teenagers, most likely from the Chad Brown area, who walked over there and then were riding in the cars. By the way, they did other violence as well. They destroyed a car. They did other things like that. But what they were really excited about was the hate crime. We have to find out these Trump supporters that are still among us. You know, Rhode Island has said Rhode Island has a white supremacy hate crime problem. If you don't believe it, look what happened at Providence College. Some white supremacist right wing Trump supporters went over there when we're writing the N word on the cars. And one of the cars belonged to a member of the PC team. And we. Oh, wait a minute. There's video surveillance that shows it was a group of young black kids doing. Oh, okay. In that case, never mind. Another great story ruined by an eyewitness. You know, this this talk about what BLM, how about in New York, where Black Lives Matter is threatening the new mayor of New York? If you put on undercover police, undercover detectives, plain clothes, you put them on the street, we're going to riot and burn the city down. Well, you know, now it becomes like game on. Well, we're going to do it. You got to call their bluff. They got to you you have to call their bluff. These absolute um, scum of society cannot be allowed to exist where they threaten law and order and they need to be called out on it and it it can't be uh allowed and you know i'm anxious to see what's going to happen locally i have a feeling that if it's downtown or if it's somewhere else other than his neighborhood Governor McKee will come up with the line of, well, you know, they have a right to protest. They have a right to protest. Do they have a right to smash windows? Do they have a right to commit arson? Do they have a right to shoplift and loot and steal? You know, no one wants to mention that stuff. Uh, Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. Call Brother Roland, and I'll tell you why. At 401-688-0517. Several reasons. Number one, Brothers Disposal has those purple dumpsters. So if you want to clean out your basement or your garage or your attic, just get rid of some unwanted belongings. Freeze up your home. Many times people... You know, I received a nice email from one of our listeners. She lives in Lincoln, and she inherited all these items when she had an old aunt that passed away. And she said, you know, Juan, they're still in the boxes in my basement. We don't need them. There was like some old pans. Her sister didn't want to throw the stuff out. So now it's taking up like a corner of the basement. It's it's old things that no one is going to use. She's not even looking to sell it. She just wanted to... Get rid of it. Or maybe in your garage you have old sleds, right, or rusted bicycles or all different sorts. Throw it out. But call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. It's very simple. Roland and Willie, they'll just deliver a dumpster right to your home or business. And they're now also offering weekly trash collection services. Now, one of our listeners, uh, Diana, she called Brothers Disposal. They were going to move. They came, delivered the dumpster to her house. Then it's like you just walk out to the driveway, throw everything away. It's not 30 trips to the dump. Not only did they fill one dumpster, they ended up filling another dumpster. Then when they moved, they didn't take their unwanted belongings. Folks, look for them on Facebook. Come on, brother. It's Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517. Call Brother Roland with Brothers Disposal. Folks, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show. This portion of our program is brought to you by, now listen, who knows how these crowds are going to react as uh, if depending on what the verdict is. That's why you need to visit my friends at Surplus Provisions, Tactical Wear, Body armor, they have uh, pepper spray, quality 
military surplus, tactical survival gear, surplus provisions. Look for them on Facebook. They're one mile from Garden City, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Anytime I go out to cover a protest, I first stop by surplus provisions. And I'll tell you, the body armor comes in handy. As many of you know, last uh, fall, I was at one of the protests, Black Lives Matter. One of them tried to slice my back with a, a box cutter. And the thing is, thank God I had the plate on. Thank God I had on the tactical gear because then it, it stopped the blade. Otherwise, they would have sliced me right up the back. They did cut my sweatshirt, but at least they didn't hit skin. Uh, that was because I had the proper gear from Surplus Provisions. Folks, stop in and see them. Uh, you can also find them on Facebook. Uh, and Tanya does a very, very good job on Facebook. So the entire country is basically waiting for this verdict to come down. Um, uh, you know, yesterday, I, I, I just find we, we're at really a crossroads here because I'm looking for someone in elected office locally that will call out the Biden administration. You know, the, the situation we're in, folks, and I think right now at 1252, hear me out. Um, even if you are an independent that voted for Biden, okay, and maybe you're an independent voter, and that's fine. But, you know, I, I just don't, for, President Biden in the country has a 41% approval rating. 70% of the population in the United States don't approve of the way he's handling the economy. And my problem is, locally, all he has are cheerleaders. Governor McKee is just a cheerleader. Governor McKee is one of the uh, 30% that think the president's doing a great job with the economy. I'm in the 70%. Are you with the 30% or are you with the 70%? Uh, Governor McKee and Cicilline and Langevin, they're basically fanboys. They, um, you know, they're just always the cheerleaders. Vice President Harris has a 28% approval rating and the Biden people, they even they hate her. But in Rhode Island, Cicilline, Langevin, right, McKee, the lieutenant governor, they all think she's great. We need someone in elected office who I believe who reflects how you and I feel. Um, and I'll tell you, what one of the, the Vice President Harris should not be the VP. She was chosen for the Biden ticket to help him get the nomination. That's what happened, right? She was chosen not on merit, not from competence. Biden said he was going to select a female to be his vice president. People thought it was going to be Senator Elizabeth Warren. Some people thought it was going to be Senator Amy Klobuchar. Former Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo thought it was going to be her. Then because of last summer in the unrest and George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, uh, the Biden people decided we need to make it a person of color. So that's how we ended up with Kamala Harris. Now, she's failing. She's ineffective. She's in overhead. She, she's not a serious candidate. She should not be in that job. Closer to home, Governor McKee has done the same thing. Governor McKee, did he pick the best qualified person to be lieutenant governor? Not by a long shot. Lieutenant Governor... Sabina Matos should not be the lieutenant governor. She wasn't elected. I don't think she's going to be elected. I don't think she's going to be elected lieutenant governor. Does she ever criticize McKee? No. Why was she selected? Because Governor McKee feels that Sabina Matos, who was on the Providence City Council, who voiced agreement to defund the police, he selected her to help navigate the waters within the Latino community so he could try to, he's trying to win the Democrat primary. They initially chose her because they thought Alorza was winning and she was supposedly gonna punch back against Providence Mayor Jorge Elaya. But she's weak. She brings nothing to the table. When I go to some of these McKee press briefings and you ask the Lieutenant Governor a question, um, it's never a real answer. It's always just, and you can't do a real back and forth. 
right? It's all just memorized lines. She's treated almost, you know, like she has her script in front of her. Um, now, Governor, McKee, uh, Governor Raimondo never had Dan McKee at one of her briefings. Had no use for the guy in any way. Maybe because of some of the I know a guy way that they deal, maybe we know why. Maybe the Raimondo people saw how they deal with contracts, saw how Tony Silva was dealing with those wetlands, how they were, you know, maybe to their credit, Raimondo, who was not considered corrupt, she had different allegations against her. Corruption was not one of them, but maybe they got a hint of that. Maybe they talked to some of the people in Cumberland when he was the mayor and said, nah, we don't, that guy, he's just going to try to use the office to obtain things. But what's missing is someone that's going to speak up and say, you know, I disagree with the Biden policy. We don't have that. We don't have anyone in an elected office. We have some people that are Republicans in elected office, but they just don't voice their opinions on those things. We, we don't have anyone that ever speaks out against BLM. You know, one of the members of BLM is a state senator, Senator Tierra Mack. No matter what she does, the Rhode Island Republican Party, she's invisible. They will never touch her. All I can assume is they're, they're intimidated. They somehow feel that if they go after BLM and all their hatred and all their violence and all their destruction and all their lies... That if you go after them, that it's going to bounce back on the party. I don't believe it would be. I believe the Rhode Island Republican Party would find allies around the state if they would have the backbone, for lack of a better word, to criticize. You know, and I say this over a period of time and watching this entire year, they will never criticize a member of BLM. Now. Maybe they're told not to by the party. Maybe we, we want to bounce it up. Maybe someone in the national party tells them not to. I'm telling you, in Rhode Island, if the Rhode Island Republican Party would start to call them out on some of their lies and misinformation and hold them accountable for their behavior, hold them accountable for wanting to defund the police. You know, everyone should know. Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, she was at a meeting where she voiced her support for defunding the police. That should be a billboard with the Republican Party because she's McKee's choice. But there's silence about it. All right. Here's what we're going to do. It's 1259. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, we are on verdict watch. We are waiting for the jury. Who knows? It could come down next hour. It could come down this afternoon. It could come down tomorrow. We, who knows? Maybe it doesn't come down. Maybe they're deadlocked. But either way, we will monitor it. We have another hour to go. Um, one after dark tonight will be North Kingstown, that school committee meeting, where those parents want to hold that school committee and that superintendent accountable for Pork Boy's friend that seemingly enjoyed getting uh, 14-year-old kids naked in the closet. All right, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go on the radio, or you can listen on the website on DePetro.com. We'll be back on the other side. The Power Hour is next after the 1 o'clock news.